Hey mamas, you're listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast, the only podcast teaching you how to balance your work, motherhood, and wellness. I am Dr. Amber Thornton, clinical psychologist and mama wellness consultant. Each week we dive into tips and strategies and much more so that you too can become a balanced working mama. Let's dive in. I want to ask you, you know, do you feel like you initially had the support you needed to begin your process? Because I know you already spoke to um, your dad was really supportive when you moved in with him. Um, It sounds like your mom was kind of like that look that she gave you was really the thing that, you know, helped you know, I got to do something. It sounds like therapy was really helpful. And I know that you said that once you really started to be more open with friends and family, they were supportive. So do you feel like you got enough support? when you were first starting the process? I think initially, not at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And part of it is that I didn't know how to ask for support. Okay. Um, my biggest support, like you said, was my therapist and her focusing on me, navigating my feelings and my anxiety and learning how to speak up for myself really helped me learn how to advocate for myself and express my needs to everyone, which is something I never knew how to do. <laughs> and like as a married mom, the expectation was I didn't need any help because I had a husband. Oh God, yes. <laughs> so, and I mean, like my mother literally said this to me when I was asking her, why didn't you help me with a newborn? Like you're my mom and you live down the street and you did not help me. And she literally said, because you have a husband. And I thought he was an active parent. But as a single mom and as someone who's learned how to ask for help, I did eventually get the support I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Speaks to a lot of things. One, I think moms, we don't realize how much help we really, really need. And we also don't know how to ask for it. Um, You know, I think we assume that we should just do it. We should just have it. It should just be instinctual within us. You can never have too much help. You can never have too much support. And, And many of us, many of you listening are completely undermining or completely dismissing how much support you really really need there's so much more that you need but I think also this other misconception if like well you have a good husband he's present he's there every day he mm-hmm. every day you know yeah. he works so you 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 don't need help you know mm-hmm. that is something that I personally have also experienced from family family Mm -hmm. you know and I remember you and I and the other moms in the community we talked about this in one of Mm -hmm. our events a while back in the community talking about like you know these misconceptions that mothers have of their daughters especially when their daughters get married um or just family members in general there's this idea that like oh he's present he's Mm -hmm. he's home every day he changes the diaper every now and then so she no longer needs help Uh and support because she has him what we think is a good husband is not a good the husband. bare minimum it's literally to be a decent person like not even a good partner <laughs> it's terrible mm-hmm. and you know and, and that's fine and that's why moms become the default parent because dads don't have to do all that yep. he, he's a good man if he brings his paycheck home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so- it's crazy to me because of the times we are in this is not the 40s no these men these husbands these fathers they've got to do more than bring home a check because the mamas are doing it too (laughs) girl and black (laughs) black women our checks might be bigger right 
Exactly. <laughs> the church might be a little bit bigger. Right. So like how can I be the breadwinner and be the default parent and be the housekeeper and everything? Everything. And even if your check isn't bigger, because I hear somebody, I hear somebody listening to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and their thoughts are, well, he does make more of the money. He does, that don't matter at all. But the the baseline for which a good husband and father, it needs to be raised. It can't mm-hmm. be just bringing home the money anymore. Right. It can't be just, just coming home. Mm-hmm. It can't be that you're not being abused. And again, we we've just kind of articulated that you might be being abusing right. and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. You know, those expectations for husbands and fathers truly need to be raised. Mm-hmm. Like the bar is in hell right now. <laughs> and it needs to come out. It does. Wow. And I think women are learning that mm-hmm. we don't have to deal with that. Yep. A lot of my friends have decided not to get married and not to have children because they don't want to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Because they're educated they're making money they mm-hmm. have friends and family to love them and care for them and support them mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yep it makes so much sense mm-hmm. so Tamika you've done such a great job of just like talking us through the story all the things that have happened all the courage and the support you needed to get through it all the ways that you you yourself really continue to push yourself to to do what you needed like I'm, I'm amazed by you and I'm honored to hear your story. And now I want you to tell us a little bit more of like what life is like now on the other side. Like, what is it like on the other side of divorce and actually being a true single mom and not a married single mom anymore? It is so peaceful now. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think I never had any really big struggles and any like big T traumas until I got married. Wow. And like I learned that I'm way stronger than I knew. I learned how to find my voice. I learned how to identify my feelings. I learned how to talk about them to other people who love me and my child and teach her the same things. Yeah. And I have like this amazing relationship with my family of origin that I didn't really have before. Mm. And having their support and their love and like my aunts and uncles telling me the issues in their marriages and things that happen to them that are similar to things that happen to me and I'm just like oh we're kind of in this together (laughs) and now without all those burdens and but also having a daughter now someone to look up to me I'm so much more motivated in my career yes I just want to be a good example for her and you know black women in tech (laughs) yes come on black women in tech oh my gosh oh I love oh go ahead I would definitely compare single motherhood to being a married single mom like it's so much better Mm. it's so much more peaceful Mm. I do what I want to do I know that what I'm doing is the right thing or if it's not I can figure out how to do better I don't have to consult anybody yeah I don't have to be concerned and worried and asking someone for help who is not going to help me yeah holding on to that maybe he will holding on to that hope that he would change Mm -hmm. because I think that's what gets a lot of us stuck Mm -hmm. I mean that's probably the only reason why children are still born women have so much hope yes so much hope (laughs) we can see the hope we can see the potential Mm -hmm. and I think that gets us stuck and that's probably something that came up for therapy 
in therapy for you, like mm-hmm. we can't, we can't act on perceived potential. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't make decisions based on hope sometimes, especially right. when it comes to expectations from partners and marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. What are they doing now? Mm-hmm. And are they showing that they're willing to change or work with you or help? Yep. Because it's not going to come out of the clear blue sky. <laughs> they mm-hmm. got to show that they want it, that they want you, that they want a good relationship, that they want to be a good parent. Mm-hmm. You can't force that. No. They just have to. Right. Right. Wow. Oh my gosh. I love that you led with it's so much more peaceful. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the thing that many moms who are in the current position of like just being stuck and trapped and, and, and being abused and, and not realizing it, they just can't even grasp the idea that there could be peace on the other side because they are, they, they do still have so much hope, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe tomorrow it'll click for him. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe next month after he, it goes through, you know, the, you know, when, the, when the project mm-hmm. of- is done you know then he can focus and really see it like maybe maybe one day his friends will kind of like let him know you know what's Mm -hmm. going on and that Mm -hmm. is likely never going to happen or even again women we put so much on ourselves maybe I can find a way for him to finally get it maybe I can send him this TikTok maybe I can send him this article maybe I can write an excel sheet like I literally made an excel sheet one time (laughs) Mm -hmm. on how much I was doing as far as household work and parenting and how much he was doing just so he could see in black and white that you are not doing your share and I think you feel like you're doing something I'm not sure why you think that but let me show you in black and white yeah why I'm struggling Mm -hmm. That did not help. It did not work. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was like, get out of here with that. Yeah, he was like, this isn't true. You don't even do that. Mm. You don't clean that. You don't do that. <laughs> My gosh. And so yeah. the gaslighting and the, you know, dismissing just continued. Yeah, it did. And but- I accepted it mm-hmm. because he had continued to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to think that my reality was not real. Mm. there's no possible way that this man is doing these things to me or not doing things that I want him to do because it doesn't even make sense right so I must be seeing things wrong oh my gosh Mm, mm, mm. so tell me what does support look like for you now like what Mm. what does it look like what does it feel like what is support for you now it is so simple right now just pick up my daughter (laughs) Mm. <laughs> like if and anybody who can just take something off my plate mm-hmm. is my best friend right now yeah yeah I'm I'm so lucky you know that I have a dad who's an active part of our lives he picks her from school every day and when I come get her he's cooked dinner for all of us um my family members give me such good advice yeah. even at work I have a lot of support I have people who kind of have an idea of my story because funnily enough I work in a courthouse and during the divorce and all that I would have to go downstairs like hey I gotta go downstairs because you know I have uh, this thing going on so let me tell you a little bit about it right and um they have been so supportive at work and like hey um this job is open you want to apply for this because you need to make more money because you're a single mom you need to do better (laughs) right yeah 
like it's it's been amazing and I think I get more support from being open yes and telling people not too much because especially at work you can't tell too much of your business but (laughs) (laughs) but it's just it's great and I mean I have friends who Mm -hmm. listen to me when I tell the same story 50 times about my marriage (laughs) and they everyone has really helped me work through my grief yes Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you have this type of support. Like mm-hmm. so, so glad. And and something else, what you just said made me think about it, is like, I think sometimes when we are, our needs are being dismissed, we're being neglected, especially within a romantic relationship, we can assume that like, well, other people don't want to help me, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they don't want to support me that other people don't have my best interests at heart. And it's really just because we are likely depressed <laughs> we're, yeah. we're really traumatized mm-hmm. and it's hard to have this positive outlook on like other people or the world when you are being abused and neglected mm-hmm. and yeah. so I think sometimes it takes getting out of that situation to really see like oh people do want to help me yeah. you know people do want to support me people mm-hmm. do care about me and even if they don't always know how to go about it they actually do care about my well-being and, and I just, you know, sometimes I want to be careful about moms getting caught and feeling like, especially when you mention work, I think sometimes many of us have this idea of like, well, work is just work. Those people don't care <laughs> about me and yeah. I'll care about them. But that, <laughs> that's not always true. No. That's not always true. Mm-mm. And I have found that I have some really good coworkers. I have really good supervisor mm-hmm. who, if I tell them, hey, you know, I have to do this thing for my child. I have to be out there like, yeah, you get it. Mm-hmm. You're a mom. You're a single mom your child comes first this is just work Mm -hmm. (laughs) we care about you and we're glad you're here but this is this is not more important than your child Mm -hmm. and I never expected to have that kind of support even especially thinking the person who's supposed to love you the most is doing horrible things to you you don't expect that other people are going to be good to you right exactly oh my gosh I'm so glad you have that support and so what is you know, there's so many lessons. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how I can ask you to pick one, but like, what was the biggest lesson that you learned throughout this process? Hmm. I think the biggest lesson was that I needed to learn how to communicate mm-hmm. and share my needs and my feelings, but also in the same token that you have to have someone who's willing to listen and work with you and yeah. compromise. Yeah. So it's not just, I think we talk about that a lot, when we talk about relationships, you have to communicate. You have to communicate. A man can't read your mind, but once you communicate with him, he needs to be receptive. Yes. And I think we're missing that a lot. Yes. Yep. Oh my gosh. So yeah, agree. <laughs> agree. And so Tamika, what's next for you? Mm-hmm. Like, what's next when you think about your life or your family? Like what's coming up for you next? Hopefully I'm going to buy a house. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited because I got a really big raise that starts in January and like so I'm just able to like continue rebuilding my life Mm -hmm. and also have these experiences that I couldn't have before I'm ready to go to Disney I'm ready to go fly around and take my daughter places that you know I wanted her to go and places that as a family I wanted us to you know do together Mm -hmm. I can do that now (laughs) 
Wow. And so, and it's because there's nothing holding you back, nothing holding you back. And like you went from someone who was being financially abused, like financial wellness in the toilet to now being ready to buy a home. Like that's significant. You have blossomed. (laughs) I feel like I have. I'm so proud of myself. Yes. And just like you said, just now you can have all these experiences that you you weren't able to have before. Like not only just because of finances, but like just because there's peace and there's joy, there's happiness, there's there's space, like mm-hmm. mental, emotional space. Right. Because right. I wasn't thinking about going on vacation when I was sad and depressed and angry and being neglected. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to curl up in the bed and stay there. Yeah. <laughs> so last question for you, Tamika. What do you want moms to take away most from your story today? I think the biggest thing is that um, abuse can be more subtle than physical violence. Um, I don't think we talk about emotional and financial abuse, you know, enough. And so many moms and wives and even, you know, people that are just in other kinds of relationships, they'll often say, well, he doesn't hit me. And that is less than the minimum of what we need to have in a relationship. Mm -hmm. and I just want moms to not be afraid to leave something that's not working well for them Mm -hmm. instead of sinking more effort into it especially 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 if your partner is not willing to work yeah and most importantly I want moms to know that they can go through something like this a bad season and they can come out on the other side better Mm -hmm. yep and you definitely have been a model and an example for that so thank you Mm -hmm. So much. I, I so appreciate you and your life and your story. And I appreciate you for being a member of our community. I just appreciate all of it. So thank you so much. Thanks. I love it. I love talking to you and the other moms. It's great. <laughs> Hey mama, thank you for listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast. If you love this podcast, please be sure to rate it and share it with another mama that you know. And don't forget to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon.